Hey guys, it's Jadora, God's good gift. Today's been a long day. I've done a lot of episodes today. <laughs> not all of them that will be released, you know, when God is telling me not to speak, um, that's not going to go anywhere. Um, sometimes I'll still record because um, this is my personal diary and sometimes when things make me feel a type of way, um, I will just speak um, and not lay bottle up. Um, even if I'm speaking to myself or I'm speaking to you guys. Actually, I will say myself or speaking to God because, um, what's it called? Because it's not going out into the world. And even in the midst of complaining, you know, you begin to glorify God. Um, there's Psalms. The Psalms teach you about um, someone complaining, you know, asking God all these questions. Um, so the Lord's just giving me... Which I didn't speak whilst um the Lord was giving me a, a sermon to read. Um okay, so he's given me two to share with you guys. The first is Malachi chapters chapter four, verse seven. Now Malachi Wait, sorry. I'm so sorry guys. Um ignore that. Um I was gonna say Malachi's not even in the true passion passion translation. Um but not even that. <laughs> um, there's no verse seven, so bear with me. Um, I will go to the um other scripture that I heard. Um, and I pray it's the oh gosh, because I think I've spoken so much that um I haven't heard clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, like we make mistakes. Oh my gosh. So guys, the stuff that I thought I had to share. Um, I didn't actually get to check before, because I was going to check before I came on, and then Holy Spirit told me not to. Um, oh God, He's taking us. Okay, I'll, I'll explain in a second. Okay, God has taken us to my feet. Do you know what it is? Um, I tried. I, I wasn't listening to. God. <laughs> I was trying to listen to my own thoughts, which is why I fumbled because um. You know, I complain about how God's always giving me, like, Matthew, Mark, sometimes Luke, John, always the gospel. And I was like, God, I, I want to digress from the gospel. I want to talk about something else. He said no. He really said no. Um, So I decided to obviously hear what I wanted to hear, which were scriptures that aren't even in the Bible. <laughs> so where God really wanted to take me was not Malachi 4.7, because there's no Malachi 4.7. It was at Matthew 4.7. Um... Okay, I'm going to see if this is a true passion translation. Anyways, got some truth from the NKG, so I'm not going to be stubborn. So Matthew chapter 4, verse 7, from the New King James Version. Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain. And showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall I serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. So I know I brought this up before, but I guess God really wants to remind some people or someone who's maybe not watched listen to all the episodes um that you might be in a season of praying and fasting and trying to hear god's voice and sometimes the devil will actually be the first one to speak to you and you actually need to be prepared in times of trial no before the trial comes you need to be prepared before the trial comes so you're not knocked down so that when the devil lies to you and tells you things that are not of god you can clap back at him and say it is written it is in god's word that you shall not that retete do you get it um so then, yeah, the devil left him and behold, angels came and ministered to Jesus after that because he had basically passed the test. Um, so Matthew chapter 4 from verse 12 now, um, just continue to read the New King James Version. It says, now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. And leaving 
Nazareth, he came and dealt in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the regions of Naphtali. It might be fulfilled, which was spoken by... Okay, the Lord sent me to go to True Passion Translation now. So, I just watch over. Oh, no, in True Passion Translation from verse 10, it says, But Jesus said, go away, Satan. Period. Is that not what I said last time? Um, okay. So let me read the version that God told me to read. <gasps> Wait, I read... Oh, guys. Guys, did I not share this with you previously? No, I didn't. Or did I? I did. Anyways, God told me to share it again, if that's the case. Um, yeah. I guess there's, there's really a theme at the moment that God is trying to share. Um, so when Jesus, so Satan, go away. That's what you have to say when, when the devil tries to play with your spirit and tries to put you down and tries to, tries to tell you lies. You have to be strong. You really have to be strong, guys. And I say that to myself as well. Who's going to be listening back? Hey. You better say it back. I'm joking. But, um, okay. Verse 12. I feel like I've read this already because it's highlighted. And I remember speaking about it. But I've seen a new revelation, which is, I guess, why God wants to address this again. Um, So it says, when Jesus heard that John the baptizer had been thrown into prison, he went back into Galilee. Jesus moved from Nazareth to make his home in Capernaum which is by Lake Galilee in the land of Zebulun and Naphtali. He did this to make the prophecy of Isaiah come true. Verse 15, Matthew chapter 4, true passion translation. <laughs> Listen, you who live in the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, along the road to the sea and on the other side of Jordan and Galilee, the land of the Gentiles, you who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say we have seen a brilliant light. And those who lived in the dark shadow land of death can now say dawning light arises on us. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm pretty, pretty sure this was addressed in another episode. So um, just let the word minister to you or if this word is for you, um, the specific section is for you. Um, I pray that you'll, you will get a revelation and find um, where I said this before, because I'm going to skip past it, because I've seen a new revelation, like, a bit further down. Um, so, um, verse 17. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim his message with these words. Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God, for heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. Okay, before I continue... Um, God was just telling me to remind um, everyone and myself that um, your um, someone else's breakthrough, someone else's blessing could be on the other side of your word, on the other side of your story. I feel like I keep sharing this because I keep hearing it as well. And I think it's just encouragement to me and to whoever's here listening who might have something to say. Not even my, everyone has something to say. Everyone has a story to share. Everyone has something valuable to share. Um, and we're in a season right now where... There's no time to be hiding in the darkness. There's no time to not authentically be yourself, to be ashamed of the gospel. There's no time to not want to save souls. This is a time for revival. This is a time to, I say, command the heavens to open. <laughs> That's what I was hearing anyways. Um, so now I'm going to move on to verse 18. Or does God want me to reflect on? Okay, I'm just going to read this again. It's verse 17 first. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim his message with these words. Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God. For heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. I think now we're in a season of um, removing lukewarmness. Because Jesus really speak out of his mouth. Um, evaluate your heart. Evaluate your mind. Evaluate your desires. Um cut stuff off from the root before they guys today's gonna be the day we find out what um fruition means i think it's come to fruition because god just keeps telling me this word fruition 
the realization or fulfillment of a plan or project, the state or action of producing fruit. I think because I talk so much about root and plants and fruits, um, I guess God is um, really, really illustrating the state or action of producing fruits. It's a season of harvest and in harvest, you can harvest bad crops and good crops. May our crops all be good. Amen. But it depends on the seed you sow. So, yeah, just be careful. So I'm seeing if anything else God wants me to share. I'm going to read it one, one more time. Verse 17. From that time on, Jesus began to proclaim his message with these words. Keep turning away from your sins and come back to God. I think God is really calling people to come back to him. That he said turn away from your sins because he knows they have sinned. Just because you sin doesn't mean you can't turn to God. No. It means as you fall, fall forward, fall into God's arms. He says for the kingdom realm is now accessible. Because Jesus Jesus um, died on the cross for our sins, it means that you don't need to suffer a painful death on the cross to um, receive salvation. You don't need to sacrifice um animals and cows and lambs to receive salvation jesus is literally the lamb of god let me tell you what the lamb of god means okay so the lamb of god is an illustration um jesus was so innocent and pure a man who didn't sin and crucifixion is for those who sin those who are wrong and um before jesus died you would have to die for die because you sinned i believe i believe because i'm not 100 percent sure so i'm just gonna say i believe or like sacrifice um an animal so jesus was a living sacrifice um he was the sacrifice of all sacrifices he was the blood that made us pure again the shedding of his blood was the ultimate sacrifice do you get it because even like um some Muslims and people of other religion um, believe in sacrifice as well and sacrificing of animals and shedding of blood. Um, but in the New Covenant, as Christians, we believe that the blood has already been shed. So keep turning away from your sins and come back to God, for heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. Verse 18. As he was walking by the shore of Lake Galilee. Jesus noticed two fishermen who were brothers. One was named Kepha, lost, later called Peter, and the other was Andrew, his brother. Their names were Peter and Andrew. I didn't know Andrew was in the Bible. Um, watching as they were casting their nets into the water, Okay, this is a really common story. I feel like a lot of people probably heard it and know it, but a lot of times you'll get a fresh revelation when you hear a story again. Um, and I encourage you guys to also read stories for yourself because you'll also get your own revelation. <laughs> I feel like I'm copying what Emmy Moore just said because I was just watching her video on boundaries, but my heart just kept pressing to um to record. Um, so I'm going to continue either watching her video, but the Lord's told me to um prepare myself personally as well and to, um, she did say at the beginning to read the word before we um, watch it because it's based on the word. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to prepare myself for watching it um, before I watch the rest of the episode. But um, I was meant to give a shout-out to Nissi T. Um, <laughs> my podcast is all about giving honour to great people of God. Um, Nissi T is also a great um, role model, inspiration, um I've I don't I've seen her life turn around, but I've heard I've heard the testimonies. I've I've seen her as a walking testimony as of right now, you know. Um yeah, your blessing can really other people's blessing can really come from your word. So yeah, I'm just honouring all these great people of God. Um so it's something else I wanted to honour. Another powerful woman of God. Um the mother of like London. However, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to honor one person <laughs> per episode. Um, I hear God saying that I should wait till next until another episode to, um, speak about her, um, and how she's been a blessing also. Um, so yeah, yeah. <laughs>
that's what we're gonna do next episode uh, by god's grace whenever the holy spirit leads me to speak um about her but yeah um god bless nissy t um and all the powerful women of god everyone who's impacted my life as well um but okay verse 19 matthew chapter 4 true passion translation <laughs> jesus called out to them and said come and follow me and i will transform you into men who catch for people immediately they dropped their nets and left everything behind to follow jesus um i do feel like god told me to change change scripture so i'm gonna change okay verse 17 actually says um a different um thing on new king james version it says from that time jesus began to preach and say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent means to turn away from your ways um repent uh let's search the meaning meaning of repent so i know uh, no let me know when i said i mean i know what it means but i want to find the the english definition um it means feel or express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin do you know times i've fallen i've sinned and people think i'm being a hypocrite because i've i've sinned and i'm still trying to praise god i'm still trying to glorify god but they don't know the extreme remorse i have it's like every time i do something really really bad and sinful that's the closer i actually get to god the more i feel remorse the more i cry to god it says view or think of an action or a mission with deep regret or remorse do you know how many times i've done something bad and i've cried real tears to god i've welled like a baby i've literally poured everything out to him um yeah every time i sin i think um <laughs> Every time I sin and I do really, really bad, bad things, you know, um, my spirit feels really uneasy, but I'm very quick to go and tell God's story. Like, the way I feel so... I love you just were downcasted. Let's go find out what downcasted means to Because <laughs> when the Holy Spirit speaks through me, I don't even know what I'm saying sometimes. My name downcasted is not words. No, let me not say that. Um, mean of downcast. It's look downward, um, to feel despondent, to feel disheartened, dispirited, discouraged, low spirited, hopeless, casted down, crestfallen, down, low, disconsolidated, in despair, despairing, wretched, oppressed, sad, melancholy, gloomy, glum. Oh, there's a lot of negative words for downcast. Yeah, I remove every spirit of down feeling downcasted. Um so yeah. So I guess repent actually um, as much as it means to turn away from your sin, it also means to have a deep remorse. Because, you know, if you really, really had a deep, deep remorse, you wouldn't want to do it again. Why would you want to put yourself in a bad position again? Okay, no, let me pause. Um, Because that's a bit insensitive to say. Because sometimes you continue to um, fall back into trauma and into um, bad um, cycles and into things that are not of God. Um so that's why God said, keep, keep turning, keep turning. It's a battle. It's a constant thing. It's not once you've turned once, you know, it's not going to tempt you again. It says, keep turning, continue to turn away from your sins and come back to God. For heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. It's, the true passage translation has really broken it down. It's really broken down such a small thing that in another verse says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is in hand to keep turning, guys keep on turning it's a battle it's gonna be a constant um battle it's gonna be a constant journey but you know lord is your strength it's not by your might or by your power but by the spirit of the lord let the lord fight your battle um i don't like when the when the devil tries to put negative things on my heart you know what the lord will fight for me i'm learning to set boundaries to be assertive and you know, when you think about an L that you let happen, I'm trying to not let it disturb my peace, to disturb my joy, you know, to let go. Um, I would say to forgive. Yes, to forgive. I feel like I have forgiven. Maybe my heart of heart, I haven't. I don't know. I think sometimes I try to 
I don't know if delusion is a word, but to like conceal my emotion, to bottle things up, you know, to just tell myself it's okay, no, it's not hurt me. And I think it's okay to say, you know what, that thing did hurt me. That thing did make me not feel okay. But do you know what's okay? Because the Lord sees, because the Lord's fighting my battle. Because, you know, I'm going to have so much trust in the Lord um, that um, revenge is his or vengeance is his, that I'm not going to worry about um, what people have done to me or, um, you know, when I was weak, um, how people took advantage or treated me. Um, so, yeah, that's the same for you guys. You know, all those L's you've taken, two L's make a W. So imagine all the L's you've taken, yeah? All the L's you've taken. Imagine how many W's that makes. Think about it. But I'm going to keep on encouraging myself also. Because um, it is hard, but do you know what? Let's just continue reading. No, go tell me to pause and check my notes. Um... Mm. Okay, something God wants me to share. Um. Okay. Because I don't know the scripture, I've just had another verse as well. Okay. Um. Do you know what I'm gonna do instead of reading what um I was gonna find? I'm gonna. Read what God has told me to read right now. And then... Um, hopefully it will... Uh, by God's grace, you know... Um, okay, I can already see it's linked to what I wanted to say. Even though it's in a... in a, Not unconventional way, but not in the way that I thought it was. Everything's read because it's Jesus speaking. And um, yeah. So John chapter 10 verse 11. What did I tell you guys about... God really making this all about the gospel. <laughs> he said this is going to be all about him. This podcast is all about him. This isn't about me. This isn't about Jadora. I am God's good gift, yes. But this podcast is all about Jesus. Um, okay. So, John chapter 10, verse 11. Um... Oh, wow. Okay, so God told me to read in true passage translation. At least to start with. And then maybe change versions halfway through or go back again and read it in a different version. But okay, John chapter 10, verse 11, true passage translation. And I read, um, I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. But the worker who serves only for wages is not a real shepherd because he has no heart for the sheep. He will run away and abandon them when he sees the wolf come in. And then the wolf moves the sheep, drags them off and scatters them. Verse 14. I alone am the good shepherd and I know those whose hearts are mine. For they recognise me and know me. Just as my father knows my heart and I know my father's heart, I am ready to give my life for my sheep. And I have other, sh- I have other sheep that I will gather which are not of this Jewish flock. And I, their shepherd, must lead them to, and they will follow me and listen to my voice, and I will join them all into one flock with one shepherd. The father has an intense love for me because I am freely, I freely give my own life to raise it up again. Okay, so the Lord kept telling me to say something, <laughs> and I wasn't trying to say it, but I'm going to share it now before someone drops off and loses hope. This might be for you, okay? You, you want to leave? No, stay here one second. Um, the Lord um, was telling me what you follow or who you follow should represent who you follow. <laughs> and basically, it means who you follow on social media should be representative of who you follow in your life, who should be Jesus Christ. Um, and um, as Christians, also, a Christian means to have a relationship with Christ. Um, yeah. Well, that's my understanding. Anyway, that's what the Lord has revealed to me. But, um, yeah, I feel like some of you keep falling into negative parts, negative sins because negative sins, all sins are negative. <laughs> negative things because you're recurrently seeing things of sin, seeing things of the world, seeing things that are triggering you to.
to go back into sin, to go back into your old ways and you actually need to cut it off from the root. Anything that irritates your spirit, anything you see that is not of God, that is not to help your salvation, that is not building you up spiritually, that is just causing you to fall again, I need you to unfollow it. I need you to remove it. Anything you see in your timeline that irritates your spirit, that makes you feel uneasy, that makes you feel a type of way, I need you to remove it, to cut it off. Unfollow, 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 unfollow. Okay? Okay. <clears throat> so John chapter 10, verse 17. The Father has an intense love for me because I freely give my own life to raise it up again. Like this is a constant um theme that's been brought up about Jesus just giving his life. And I hope this podcast is really helping you guys to understand the life of Jesus because it's really helping me as well. As I said, I really was asking God to teach me more about Jesus and to make me understand him and his goodness because I really wasn't understanding at all. Like, um, I knew he was a good man. <laughs> He's a good man, Savannah. But that's all I knew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, verse 18 now. I surrender my own life and no one has the power to take my life from me. I have the authority to lay it down and the power to take it back. This is the destiny my father has set before me. Verse 19. This teaching set off another heated controversy amongst the Jewish leaders. <laughs> I told y'all, Jesus is a man of controversy. He really was a man of controversy on earth and in heaven right now. Like, when on a, when I say on earth and in heaven right now, I mean, when he physically walked the earth, he was a man of controversy. <laughs> now that he's in heaven, he's still a man of controversy. So, as you speak, the word of God is going <coughs> to cause controversy. Um, Verse 20. Many of them said, this is a demon-possessed lunatic. Why would anyone listen to a word he says? There's a lot of times I've spoken from God, and I know people have thought or even said that I'm possessed. <laughs> um, I feel like you really need to know Jesus and what Jesus went through to know when you're going through trials and persecutions that Jesus actually went through this too. Like, if you're speaking God's word and people are looking like you're weird, you're not okay side eye and you saying what's wrong with you do you need help the lord is my help then you said this man is demon possessed jesus christ himself they said he's demon possessed so who are we who are preaching the word of god to not have people judge us and question us and make us feel a type of way be so bold and confident in yourself that when you speak you speak for authority remember when jesus answered and they didn't dare to question him again that's how bold and confident you need to be in your faith, to not compromise. Um, I do find it hard to, um, as well at times, to, um, maybe not compromise, but to strip myself back, to, like, not talk about God to people because I'm wondering if they know about God. And it's so funny because as soon as they mention any little thing to do with God, I'm so quick to jump up and my spirit's so excited to share the word of God. And I feel like sometimes maybe I'm overdoing it, but... Um, oh, if you bring up any question about God to me, I will, as much as I try to conceal my love for God, yeah, if you bring up a topic that's God-related, if it's something that's been on my heart where I have, um, also I had the answer because I don't have all the answers, but um, yeah, there's times with people, the non-believers that bring up any anything to do with God or any question, I'm so quick to answer it. I'm so quick to be so excited to share the good news of Jesus. Um, so yeah, to... As I said, they literally asked him, he's a, he's a demon-possessed lunatic. Why would anyone listen to a word he says? You know what? The devil's a liar, you know? Because even as I've been recording this podcast, he keeps asking me, who wants to listen to you? Who is going to want to hear from you? Who is going um, to start this? We don't have time to be playing with what God has in store for us to let the devil manipulate us and lie to us and to make us feel downcasted. We don't have time for it. Okay, um, verse 21. But then there were others who weren't so sure. His teaching is full of insight. These are not the ravings of a madman. How could a demonized man give sight to one born child? So even in times where, um, you know, people are calling you a lunatic. <laughs> That's such an interesting word. Um. 
there's still um there'll still be people to defend you and to know your character and to know your good works and to know how God's moved in you and to know that no like that's not that person's character the words you're saying of them are a lie it's not correct how could that be do you know what I mean there'll always be people there to defend you whether it's in the light or not in the light sometimes you will never even know the people who are actually there speaking on your behalf Ow! sorry lord have mercy sorry oh my gosh i'm so sorry oh, lord have mercy the devil's a liar the devil's a liar the devil's a liar oh, lord have mercy Oh my Lord Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my healer. Amen. 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 Guys, I'm fine. Don't be scared of me. I just kept playing with my lashes and I know something really started to hurt in my eye, my eye started my eyes started to sting. But I'm okay. Thank God. I'm gonna keep on reading. Uh oh, this is a long one. This is a long one but god really wants me to share to share what is here so yeah so verse 22 the time came to observe the winter feast of renewal in jerusalem jesus walked into the temple on temple area under solomon's covered walkway when the jewish leaders encircled him and said how much longer will you keep us in suspense? Tell us the truth and clarify this for us once and for all. Are you really the Messiah, the anointed one? Jesus answered them, I have told you the truth already. You did not believe me. The proof of who I am is revealed by all the miracles that I do in the name of my father. Can you see that? Words mean nothing. The proof of who you are is revealed in the miracles that you do in the name of the Father. Proof of who you are is revealed in what God has said about you. The proof of who you are is in the way God loves you, in the way God has transformed you, in the, God, in the way God has used you. The proof of who you are is not in the words and the lives of others. Like, if the words of people carried weight and people said Jesus was a demon-possessed man, that means we're following a demon. Who are we going to believe? Even when I say the Bible is not for us to follow the words of others. Imagine taking stuff out of context. That's why I say context is so important. Reading the whole scripture is important because someone can read that and be, oh, Jesus is a lunatic. But that's not the truth. And that's why I always say you need to know who God says you are. You need to believe who God says you are and not believe the words of other people, the lives of other people, the Bible, all the same, the Bible, the only person you should follow is Jesus Christ, not what all these other people did um, at times, at times. There's sometimes God will use other stories to help you and to um, show you what to do, but there's other times where it's, it's not just a story, but um, there's certain things that, you know, we're not meant to repeat. Um, yeah. Um, so verse 26, yet you stubbornly refuse to follow me because you are not my sheep. As I've told you before, my own sheep will hear my voice and I know each one and they will follow me. Verse 28, John chapter 10, true fashion translation, verse 28. I give to them the gift of eternal life and they will never be lost. And no one has the power to snatch them out of my hands. No one, no one, no one on this earth has the power to snatch you from the hands of Jesus. No one on this earth has the power. This is Jesus' own words. Isn't that so beautiful? Now, verse 29. My father who has given them to me as his gift is the mightiest of all. And no one has the power to snatch them from my father's hand. Did I just read that twice? No, Jesus really said it twice. He really said it twice. That no one has the power to snatch you out of his hands. Sin does not have the power to snatch you out of his hands. As long as you turn, to continue, keep on turning. Remember, keep on turning. It's a battle. Every day is a battle. Keep on turning. Keep on turning and run to him. Even 
even when you fall fall forward remember what i said repentant means repentant means to have a true remorse to truly regret what happened to really, truly forget what you did and slowly 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 you know if you do not hear you will feel <laughs> so if you're being stubborn you're going to keep on feeling and you know obviously god would love for you to learn the first time but if you don't just keep on turning back to him just keep on turning back to him it's a journey it's it's a journey i don't say it's a battle because the battle is the lord the lord will fight your battles okay okay um then verse 30 the father and i are one that was short verse 31 (laughs) when they heard this the jewish leaders were so enraged that they picked up rocks to stone him to to stone him to death oh my gosh people are so violent people really really attacked jesus all the time once they tried to stone him to death they tried to crucify him nailed him on the cross put thorns on his head whipped him beat him stoned him robbed him the son of god that's why as a daughter of god as a son of god as um as a child of god what was the name of the last was it the last episode trusting god in persecution jesus was really really persecuted do you know this walk is not easy it's actually not easy jesus went through it so we don't have to but some of us are going through it (laughs) some of us are really going through it and i think um the more you realize how much jesus went through the more you begin to understand why you're going through the things you're going through i really pray that um soon god will give us a story about how to (laughs) how to prevail through pers. no he's showing us how to prevail through per persecution definitely do you know what it's not hard to prevail they they beat it his they they beat it his flesh doesn't sound like english they they beat down his flesh but no one could take away his spirit he had he chose i think it said um he chose when to lay it down so when said jesus took his last breath like he knew he knew that was gonna be his last breath he said you know what yeah it is finished <laughs> it is finished um yeah i would love to read the resurrection story in another version later on as well um jesus is really really trying to revive us he's trying to i guess it's really a season of persecution um actually no it's not a season of persecution it's a season of getting us out of persecution teach us how to endure persecution how we're going to grow during a time of persecution um i don't want to say it's time of persecution i don't i don't want to be persecuted anymore but you know what we won't be persecuted wait let's find out what persecution means Persecution means hostility and ill treatment, especially on the the basis of ethnicity, religion, or sexual orientation or political beliefs. Persistent, annoyance, or harassment. So, um, I guess this is a season where, um, as we begin to speak out and speak about the Lord, you know, those who are not of the Spirit, those who um, are like, I don't want to say doubting. I want to say doubting Thomases, but who is Thomas? <laughs> who is doubting Thomas? You know, God tells me to say stuff, and I don't even know myself what it means. Sometimes I want to know. A doubting Thomas is a spe- is a skeptic who refuses to believe without direct personal experience. A reference to a man, a reference to the Gospel of John's deception of Apostle Thomas, who in John's account refused to believe the resurrected Jesus had appeared to the ten of apostles until he could see and feel Jesus' crucifixion wounds. So I guess there's a lot of times, I guess, that God's saying there's going to be a lot of sceptics who refuse to believe in Jesus without a personal experience. They choose not to um, believe because they don't have a personal experience of Jesus. So just be patient with them. But also don't waste your time on explanations. He's a doubting Thomas. Um, Let Jesus reveal himself to them personally um instead of 
because Jesus literally revealed himself to Thomas um, himself, and that's when Thomas believed. So let Jesus personally reveal himself to these doubting Thomases. Um, and in times of persecution, just remember Jesus was persecuted. Um, they could beat down your flesh, but not your spirit. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, let's be prepared for this persecution, guys, because in persecution is glory. In persecution, there's resurrection. In persecution is when you rise up. Okay. <laughs> Oh guys, I don't like this season that I'm hearing, but we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to like it. We're gonna have to endure. We're really gonna have to endure, guys. Oh, do you know? What? Let's keep on reading. Let's pray. It gives us hope. I mean, God's word will give us hope in Jesus' name. But Jesus said, "My Father has empowered me to work many miracles and acts of mercy among you. So, which of them do you want?" Wait. Um, Okay, guys, so I've got distracted. Sometimes you're reading, but you're not actually reading. Um, there's a question that God wanted me to ask you guys um, and to search as well. It was, why do we say in Jesus' name? It says, to gather to pray in the name of Jesus is to remember the entire life of Jesus. Thus, to pray in the name of Jesus is to bring all the truths of Jesus' life and ministry to bear on the issue you're bringing to God in prayer. Wow. To acknowledge that our access to God in prayer comes through Jesus. Wow. So saying in Jesus' name is so powerful. It's so powerful. Teach us to pray and covenants that answer will be forthcoming. It teaches us to remember the entire life of Jesus. I guess this is why Jesus put me in the season to um speak about the gospel so much because I'm I'm saying in Jesus' name, Jesus' name, I need to know the name that I'm saying, to know the power of this name, to know the endurance of this name. So that in times of trial and times of persecution, um, we will remain strong because we were already prepared. So we could come out the other side victorious without a bruise on us, without without a single wound. Amen? Amen. I think that, that was good motivation. <laughs> that was great motivation. Okay, um, John chapter 10, True Passion Translation, verse 32. But Jesus said, my father has empowered me to work many miracles and acts of mercy amongst you. Acts of mercy. Jesus has so much mercy. Let's just go to the meaning of mercy. I love This is how I love to Bible study, to break down words, to study. You're going to break down what study means as well. Mercy means compassion or forgiveness towards someone who is within one's power to punish or harm. Okay. Um, I pray that speaks to whoever needed to hear that. Um, meaning of study the devotion of time so bible study bible study to study the bible means to means the sorry devotion of time and attention to gaining knowledge of an academic subject especially by means of book a detailed investigation and analysis of a subject or situation so an actual investigation an actual analysis of jesus an actual devotion of time to pay attention to gain knowledge to understand his word to understand his ways to really understand him it also means to devote time and attention is um wait study can be a noun or a verb a verb is an action word and a noun is a thing so bible study means you can study the bible as a thing or study the Bible as an action. Isn't that really cool? So devote time and attention to gaining knowledge, especially by means of books. Look at closely in order to observe or read. Um, a portrayal in literature... Because okay, I'm not true that one. Um, a thing that is or deserves to be investigated... The subject of individual study, the object or aim of someone's endeavours. A person who memorises a role at a specified speed. A room used or designed for reading, studying or academic work. The Bible is academic. The Bible is academic. It's literally... (laughs) the book of life is a book that will teach you how to deal with 
everything in your daily life. There's literally a story for everything. It's just about having a revelation because Jesus talks in parables so much that unless you have a revelation, he will... Um, what was it we read, we spoke about recently about how he'll give you understanding based on your, like, capacity or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay, we're going to go to meaning of academic. Um, I'm going to begin to round up soon as well. Um, not of practical, academic, not of practical relevance, of of only theoretical interest. Hmm. Relating to educational scholarship. Um, I'm going to leave these meanings for now. <laughs> um, of a person interested or in excelling at sc- scholarly pursuits and activities. Um, okay. Um, interesting. <laughs> Let's move on. So we move. Okay, we move. God said no more. No more. No more. Definitions right now. Uh, oh, we're nearly at the end. Praise the Lord. Um, <clears throat> the Jewish leaders responded to verse 33, John chapter 10, true passage translation. The, Jews, the Jewish leaders responded, we are not stoning you for anything good you did. It's because of your blasphemy. You're just a son of Adam, but you've claimed to be God. They said Jesus blast was blasphemy. Guys, um, okay. Last time I tried to say, but I'm trying to say revelation a lot more clearer. Uh, my revelation of Jesus, I feel like I've dibbled dabbled a little bit into it, and Jesus is giving me fresh insight as well. So maybe that I don't share the wrong thing. <laughs> maybe my understanding was it wasn't off, but maybe um it could do with a bit more um guidance of the word. Um but anyways, Jesus answered in verse 34. John chapter 10, true passion translation. Read along if you can, verse 34. Jesus answered, Isn't it written in your scriptures that God said you are gods? The scripture cannot be denied or found to be an error. So if those who have the message of the scripture are said to be gods, then why would you accuse me of blasphemy? For I have been uniquely chosen by God, and he is the one who sent me to you. How then could it be blasphemy for me to say, I am the son of God? If I am not doing the beautiful works my father, um, works that my father sent me to do, then don't believe me. But if you see me doing the beautiful works of God upon earth, then you should at least believe the evidence of the miracles, even if you don't believe my words. Then you would come to experience me and be convinced that I am the Father and the Father is in me. Okay, let me break this down to the revelation God gave me because I believe that, um, I guess it was correct and he does want me to share it. So my revelation was that... um, so we we're all called to be sons and daughters of God. We we're all called to be children of God. We're all um, gods. However, what separates us from God is sin. And Jesus is the only man who did not sin. Therefore, Jesus is God because he is the closest to God. He's the only one who didn't separate from God at all because he didn't sin. Because he was an innocent man who um, all the way followed the will of his father Um I would say if I if God gave me the responsibility that Jesus had, I would have fumbled. You guys would all be dying in hellfire. Jesus was the only one who really endured. Like when we're reading this story, would you really, 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 really enjoy being stoned, mocked, blasted, and still answering so calmly, so humbly, with so much grace, with so much um understanding of who you are, um, understanding who the Lord is, understanding who your father is. Jesus walked so closely to God that he is God. Yes, Jesus was a prophet and people say, oh, like, um, it was blasphemy. He was demon-possessed. He was this, he was that. But because he walked so close to God, he never let these words affect him. He never let these words, you know, um, change who he knew he was. Do you get it? And that's why he became one with the Father. I mean, he was always one with the Father. He always walked with the Lord. We we're all supposed to be one with the Father, but um, we've def- we've devoured our ways and we've sinned we're literally born into sin jesus is the only one who wasn't born into sin 
because I think it says anyone who was born of a woman, the devil said, will be born into sin or something like that. But Jesus, that's why God literally planted the seed in Mary. It wasn't by um, conception, but it was literally seed planted directly into Mary. Um, and then he was born into the physical. So he was not even born um, in sin. He was born free of sin from the beginning, from day dot. Whereas us, we were all born in sin. So as much as like um we're called to be santo of god we've already been separated from god <laughs> we're already not gods we're gods we're little gods small god but we're not gods do you get it jesus didn't have that really authority because let's be real we would have flopped heavily if god told us to live how many years and never sin oh there's something god's put on my heart to share there's something god's put on my heart to share but not for today Yeah, I have something really interesting to share, but not for today. Um, let's continue to read from verse 39, John chapter 10, true passage translation. Once again, they attempted to seize him, but he escaped miraculously from their clutches. Then Jesus went back to the place where John had baptized him at the crossing of Jordan. Many came out where he was and said about him, even though John didn't perform any miracles, Everything he predicted about this man is true. And many people came became followers of Jesus at the Jordan and believed in him. Amen and amen. God bless the reading of his word. Wow, guys, I didn't expect to um, have such a long, long story. It's weird because obviously, um, if I digress, let me pray. <laughs> Father, Lord, I thank you for your children. I thank you, Lord, for everyone understanding my voice. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to speak Um allowing you to speak through me i thank you lord for your grace for your mercy for your love for your kindness for your people i thank you lord for for your faithfulness for your endurance for your perseverance for your pursuit for us for your pursuit to um for our love for us to keep on turning from sin to generally remorse sin to generally um feel resent is that the word to feel regret about sin to feel remorse about sin to genuinely change our hearts and our minds to how we think of you to how we act how we move transform our hearts transform our minds jesus my day pray amen amen this is why i stopped there is because um it was about transforming your heart um and the sermon that I watched about um, how, like, ugh, actually, no, I don't think that's the time, but God is not going to fix your heart. He's going to give you a new heart. Because your old heart can have so many holes, so many, like, things broken, and you're trying to patch it up, patch it up, patch it up. But the more you patch up something that you're still feeling like, um, like, imagine your heart's like a vessel or, like, a glass or a vase, and... There's loads of patches like that are broken and you're just covering it up, covering it up, covering it up with like something that's not really strong enough to withhold the pressure. When times and trials come, um you'll break and you'll just explode. You'll actually just explode, like you'll burst you'll become even more broken than um <laughs> than you ever was to begin with because um instead of just getting a new vase, you know, you're trying to patch up the old, you're trying to patch up and conceal things that just need to be cut off, that just need to be removed to really and truly just let go, just let it go to God, let God just give you a new heart, you know, a new soul, a new mind, um, new soul, is that a thing, can God give you a new soul, or am I waffling, don't know, <sighs> anyways guys, that was the Revival Podcast, this is the Revival Podcast, thank God for being on so far, as you all know, my name is Jadora, 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 God's good gift. Um, my Instagram is J O D O R A V F. Praise the Lord. Um, thank you, Lord, for confidence. I thank you, Lord, for boldness. I thank you, Lord, because you really show me that my message needs to go out to the world. That I should be bold. I shouldn't be afraid. Um, that you're going to change lives with the words that you've put in me. Um, that you're really going to accelerate. Accelerate. This is a time of acceleration. 
this is really a time of acceleration that um we will begin to escape the prison escape um the things that are holding us back the things that are keeping us in bondage that are keeping us um withheld from you and from your love oh lord i praise you and i adore your name uh amen guys i i really hate leaving you guys <laughs> like uh, it's like separation anxiety no god forbid i have anxiety um but i just i just because uh, then you know after i leave um then it's like okay what do i do now like i really be confused on what to do next like i have no ppoa plan of action for after so um yeah guys keep on praying for me um asking god to also reveal what i need to what i need to do in this moment maybe god just wants you to be still know he is lord and just continue to like um to learn and i guess observe um new things i feel like god has something else he wants me to share with you guys um um so i want you guys to dm me jadora vf j-o-d-o-r-a-v-f and um tell me what's the last youtube video you watched i want a screenshot of your youtube history don't be ashamed don't be ashamed and god will mightily bless you if you do do this because you need a lot of boldness to do this i shall do the same guys i'll do the same right now though now is a bit um i want to say now it's a bit show-offy i feel like right now um it's probably all like scriptural stuff so actually it's not it's kind of but yeah take a screenshot of your last few videos and i will give a prophetic word to some of you um who um no to every one of you who share me a screenshot of um your youtube history um yeah i'll give you a prophetic word um god bless y'all uh we need we need an ending phrase we need an ending phrase please god please tell me what to end these videos with because i end them so abruptly because i don't like ending them i don't want to leave them i don't want to leave you guys um okay guys because i don't want to leave you guys i don't like being alone (laughs) I feel like when I leave, I'll be alone. <coughs> Sorry. I'm going to play a YouTube video before I leave you guys. Okay, I found a video I want to watch. I'm even going to let the ads play. But you guys can begin to um, begin to leave. Um, um, let me just remind you guys what we read. Um, so you can read it yourself as well. Um, John chapter 10. Um, also, these podcasts are very spirit-led. Um, these um, podcasts are really spirit-led, so the timings of all of them are very different. Don't expect the same thing. Like, I know people who might watch my first ones, and because I've pre-recorded them, I think, you need to make your videos long. Your, I give them their videos. <laughs> you need to make... Let me take them their, their voice videos. Voice notes. You need to make your content longer, and... Um, because they're so spiritual. I feel like the first ones, even though they're so short, they need like 10, 12 minutes. It felt like an hour. It felt like an hour of pouring out. Um, but yeah, I guess it's a thing of introducing myself to people, getting people to be used to like hearing what would I say to me, to build genuine interest before, you know, I bombard people with hour-long sermons or videos. I think that um, it was a really good way to introduce, like, the podcast and to get people interested and to have a true fan base of people who want to listen and who keep on wanting more. And I thank you guys so much, um, everyone who's listening, everyone who's made it this far. Um, guys, remember what I said? Send me a DM of a screenshot of your history. So I'm about to watch a video. Um, I feel like I've watched this already, though. But God sent me to watch it again. Um, Chanel Ritchie. And it says, this video will make you confident how to beat insecurities and start... I can't see the full name of the video. And start... I don't know, but I'm pretty sure I watched this video already. <laughs> but 
But um, no, the Lord's telling me to watch it again. Can let me just go back and read the full title? Sorry. Uh, and start what? Oh, okay, and start loving yourself. But just remember, love comes from the Lord, okay? So even as you love yourself, go to the source. Go to the source of love. But okay, guys. Lord's always telling me how long to make these videos. Like, but you know, it's always in the last few minutes that, um, like, true blessings pour out. Pouring out. Do you know what? I have a friend I need to reply to her message. Um, Yeah. I'm so excited to release this podcast. I really am excited. Um, God is really building me up. I'm happy that I didn't just like run straight away as God told me the word. Um, but I waited for the time. Like God has been really specific with times with me at the moment and telling me when to do stuff and how to do stuff. And I think even if you post content and maybe you're not getting the views you want, don't be discouraged if you don't get the amount of views you want because all it takes is one life to be changed. God is trying to save one soul. Sometimes it's not the thousands and hundreds that he wants to make God to. Sometimes there's one designated person that he wants the life of to be changed. You know what I mean? Like, he wants you to speak directly to one person. He wants you to be a blessing onto one specific person, maybe not onto thousands of people. So, comparison the thief of joy, don't feel bad when you're seeing other people with, like, um, 200k views and you have 20. You only have 200. Your message is still reaching the right place, reaching the right audience. It's still reaching where God wants the message to be reached. So don't despise small beginnings. Love you guys. This is the Rival Podcast. Um, stay blessed. Stay loved. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.